0: Hey, good evening everybody. Hope you're doing great out there. Uh, Happy Martin Luther King Day, happy Monday. Uh, I am here in beautiful Palm Beach, uh, ocean behind me, breaking, sounds beautiful, thought it'd be a nice little background. Um, I've been sitting here, I just hung up with a a long time uh, mentor of mine, a guy named Jay Abraham. If you don't know Jay, you should Google his name, you should check out his work. Uh, You know, I was just reflecting on I don't know the value of mentorship, right? The value of uh, you know you are a sum total of the people that you get exposed to all the time, and and just feeling sort of an overwhelming sense of gratitude in uh, having a conversation with him this evening, and you know planning a meeting for tomorrow, um, thinking about all that he had taught me, and I was very lucky, um, as many of us are in the early stages of our careers. Uh, to be introduced to someone that you can call a mentor, someone that you could learn from, that you could, you know, read about, study, ask questions to experiment with. And, you know, we're, we're just chatting and he's like, how old are you now? And I'm like, I'm 45. And he's like, oh my God, when we met, like I was 45. And I'm like, I know, like it's crazy. Uh, the first time I was connected with him, actually by, interestingly enough, Uh, One of my speech coaches, speech coach, excuse me, my very first NLP coach, uh, Robert Stover. Big shout out to Robert Stover, who may catch this uh, later on Facebook. He was the first uh, person that taught me neuro-linguistic programming uh, back when I was 19 years old and just going into sales. And, oh, speaking of, man, brutal having to, you know, meet with him every Saturday for 18 months for like 10 to 12 hours. And, you know, he would give us all these assignments to write you know all these different language patterns The neuro linguistic programming if you're not familiar with the term uh, neuro the mind linguistic language programming how how can language program the mind right so NLP been around for a long time John Grinder um, I'm now spacing on uh, Richard Bandler Richard Bandler and John Grinder the co-founders of NLP fascinating work Uh, Stover was an early mentor of mine and he actually Introduced my dad and I to uh, to Jay Abraham, circling back around to mentors, and interesting how they're always exposed to other people that they can introduce you to and connect you to. Um, and I remember when we first hired Jay as a consultant, and you know, working with my dad and uh, you know, in charge of marketing, and was so fortunate to be able to get this exposure and this experience with, you know, that guy that at that point had already worked in four hundred different industries. And arguably was one of the greatest copywriter, strategist, direct response marketing, uh, you know, men in the world. Like, I mean, you know, his to go to one of his seminars to give you just a a thought was twenty five thousand dollars to go to the seminar. And, um, you know, you'd sit in a room like that. And trust me, you paid attention like you took notes and there wasn't like ever note where you just hit record man so I was just you know like writing like crazy trying to just gobble it all up and um, you know just so impactful so I was thinking about like some of the key lessons and I uh, just wanted to you know maybe pass on some of the key things that he had shared with me so long ago and when we were just chatting and I'm sure tomorrow when we meet face to face we'll we'll deep dive into some of the stuff more because you know, again, he was very instrumental in the very beginning of my uh, marketing and sales leadership career, um, helping uh, my dad's company. And then when we started uh, Tom Ferry, your coach, 13 years ago, uh, we really instilled uh, so many of the differentiators that he had taught us and and the three basic principles, which I'm gonna share with you, like the three basic principles of J. Abraham Growth 101 for any business. Um, And even, you know, today, Still applying those same strategies inside our business, and uh, you know, very humbly, um, thank you for everybody. We were just named uh, the number one coaching and training company for the third year back to back from the Swanpool report, and you know, super humbled. And a lot of people were like tweeting and texting me, and you know, like congratulations. And I actually, kind of interesting enough, sent somebody a tweet and said, you know, hey, thank you, but I promised to be like at Avis, you know, the car company, and then it said we try harder, right? Like I'm committed to stay humble and. Keep crushing and keep applying so many of the things that we know work for business to support our customers. Because remember, at the end of the day, you are only as successful as your customers, right? Your clients are the ones that ultimately dictate the future of your business. So, so big shout out to all of you guys. Funny enough, by the way, I got a tweet right back from Avis saying, uh, "You're welcome, uh, you know, Coach Tom Ferry, and congratulations." It was actually pretty cute. Good on uh, at Avis on Twitter for paying attention. So the three things, the three things that Jay taught me, and I'm actually going to modify them a little bit, which, uh, you know, as I share the point that I'll modify it a little bit for you. uh, But first, I thought just for fun, we should go outside and you should take a look at, it's just awesome outside, you know, being in Florida. Florida's like gorgeous, or it's like hurricanes. Like, they have like only two seasons here. So sitting here at the, uh, the Breakers, Palm Beach, pretty gorgeous outside, you know, beautiful, sweet, Hanging right above the water, very beautiful, like, you know, super soothing, great place to plan and to think and think about the ethos of our organization and the growth and development of our clients and, you know, my own, my own personal development. So here's the three things. You ready? You want to grow your business? Jay Abraham, if he was sitting here, uh, you know, I'm going to probably get him on the Tom Ferry Show tomorrow. That's a really freaking good idea. Okay. Good. Mental note. Um, So Jay would say to you, oh, you want to grow your business? There's only three ways to do it. Number one, I actually wrote it down to make sure I was like really articulating this the correct way, is number one is to increase the number of transactions you do. So think about it like this. Like you have a goal this year to sell 50 homes, 70 homes, 80 homes, 200 homes, 500 homes, 1,000 homes. And the first thing he would say to you is, could you increase that number by 10%? Could you increase it by 20%? And before you say, oh my God, I've already set this goal in this plan. Like you and I both know it is just a, a piece of the formula of lead generation. Um, interesting, and I'm going to get into lead generation before we're done here because it's such a vital part of business. But the first thing was, he's like if you want to grow your business, increase the number of transactions you do, the number of clients that you serve by 10, 20, 30, 50, 100, 200%. So the first thing I would ask you to think about is what is the percentage increase of transactions you're going for this year, 2016, versus 2015. So just kind of get that number formulated in your mind, the the difference between say 36 and 50 or whatever that number is from last year to this year. The second thing he said was, can you increase how much money your clients spend per transaction? So in this case, you and I would say, can I increase my average sales price? So can I go from say selling $500,000 homes to $550,000 homes? Just a a, a modest 10% increase in your average sales price. But when you think about the impact of a $550,000 increase on say 50 transactions that used to be at 500, call it 25 million, I'm no rocket scientist, but another 50 at 50,000, what is that another? Oh, I don't even know what the number is, but it's a lot, right? It's a, it's a huge impact on your, your sales volume and potentially your income, right? We would assume potentially on your income because you're gonna charge great fees and get a lot of money. So let's look at the first two. Can you improve the number of transactions? Can you improve it by a modest 10 or 20, 30, 40, 50, 70, 80, 100, 200 percent? My company's been growing by 50 to 55 percent a year for the last three years because we are fixated on how do we help more customers? How do we surprise and delight our customers? How do you bring them more value? How do you do all the right things um, to to warrant, if you will, that kind of growth? The second side of that is, of course, marketing, which we're going to get into in a minute. So the second thing says, can you increase your price point? So think about it for you. Like if your average sales price is, you're in uh, normal uh, normal Oklahoma, no, no, normal Illinois, right? I've actually spoken in normal Illinois and I think the average sales price there was like 100,000 bucks, right? So think about it, $100,000. Think about that for all my clients in New York City, Sydney, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, Dallas. $100,000 average sales price when you think about just increasing your average transaction count by just 10%. Now you and I both know the the you know the impact that's going to have on your in, on your income is going to be enormous, right? Because it's 110,000 times that $10,000 times the 25 or 50 or 80 or 100 homes you're going to sell. That money adds up really really quick. Congratulations. Kirk, I see $75,000. I'm assuming that means you're going to increase your sales price by $75,000. I see Christina Griffin going from 2015, 500 units sold, 506 units sold, with a goal this year of 700 So, you know, the obvious way to increase your business to make more money is to increase the amount of transactions. The second one is can you increase your average sales price? And before you think like, how do I go from selling $500,000 to $5 million properties, though that's completely available in your market, maybe, (laughs) maybe, only you know, Um, but going from 500 to 550, 275 to 325, uh, a million to a million two is a monstrous impact on your bottom line. Now, if Jay was here, he would say to you the third way is obviously to increase the frequency of how often that business buys, right? Or you say that your customers buy from you. So when you think about increasing frequency, you know, you and I can look at that a number of different ways, right? Because it's, you know, people are only going to buy a house so often. But if we're thinking outside of the box, you could say what he's really saying is, you know, if I got everybody to buy two houses, that would be awesome. Increased frequency, got them to buy more often, that would be increasing frequency. But another way of looking at it is, What if I just uh, tried to double end a larger number of my transactions, right? So that'd be a way to increase the number of units on the same transaction. You guys with me on that? Increasing the number of units on the same transaction, like that would be brilliant. So what percentage of the transactions can you double end, right? How many buyers and sellers can you serve simultaneously? You know, we have taught for years, uh, my coaches and I, this strategy of attract the buyer. If there's no inventory, go find the buyer, the house, get the listing and the buyer, right? And you round trip the deal, right? You know, one transaction, two sides, two paychecks with the right sales price, winner, winner, chicken dinner. But I was really thinking about, he and I were just just chatting while I was actually sitting at dinner. Funny enough, he called me and when someone like that calls, you answer. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Little side note, when a mentor calls, always answer the phone. Um, So I'm sitting with my executive team, we're at dinner, we're talking, we're brainstorming, I'm like, I've this call. I haven't talked to this guy since like, my goodness, I think like 2007, I think it was the last time we had a meaningful sit down at the Marriott in Long Beach, phenomenal meeting. So we're sitting there thinking like, outside of the box, what would he say? One thought is yes, we can increase the frequency, but think about it differently. Like what you could also do is say I wanna increase my number of transactions by 10% or by 20%. But what if you take the same formula and said I also wanna increase my average sales price by 10 or 20% so I'm gonna do more transactions with a higher volume but the game changer, the game changer, Scotty Compa, big shout out to Superman, super great guy. The game changer is what if you also applied the same 10 or 20% increase to your average commission retained? So think about it, like, if you went from an average of 2.5% and you just added 10%, what would that be? Like, I, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't have a calculator in front of me. You know what it would be, right? Like 2.2 or 2.5 to like maybe 2.9, right? Just even that little slight increase on 50 transactions now at $550,000 in, in, you know, average sales price, it is an enormous amount of additional income. Matter of fact, I remember doing this at the summit last year where we went through, for all my summit friends from, uh, from last year in San Diego, do you remember when we went through and we talked about um, you know, increasing your commission, being, being super focused on providing more value than anybody else in the marketplace and showcasing your marketing in a way that would warrant someone to say, oh my God, like, this is so, inex- like, like, like not so inexpensive, but you know, you're doing so much more than everybody else. And then when they see your fees, they're like, well, I get it. Like, that makes sense. Or as um, Peter Hernandez, big shout out to Peter from TELUS, when he was talking about 9% FISBOs, remember that conversation at the summit? And when they would present their marketing plan, that people would actually say to them, like, well, what's all this going to cost me? Like, They were so blown away by stacking the cool, another Jay Abraham technique, right? Offer way more for the same price as everybody else and you stand out, stack the cool. Uh, And the law of contrast, the ability to be able to say, this is what my competition does, this is what I do. These are things that, you know, I hope that you've heard me say and you've been a part of, whether it's a blueprint conference or a tag event or now the summit or other events we do, Tom Ferry show. Um, If you're paying attention to this stuff, The ability to say go from 2.2 or 2.5% commission to 2.75, right? To 2.85, to 2.9, to 3, to 3.2%, to 3.3%, to 3.5% retained on your side. So think about it, right? We all have the desire to serve more customers, to make more money, to have a business that we love, to work with people that we love, to have money that you know that we love that allows us the freedom to go do the things that we most want to do in our lives. so I would challenge you tonight, especially you know just in the spirit of uh, a longtime mentor, if you just got on with me, um, I got a call tonight from a longtime mentor Jay Abraham, uh, again, like the marketing direct response guru like I put him I put him up there with like Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich. And if it wasn't for Napoleon Hill, I wouldn't exist. You know, my dad wouldn't exist. Brian Tracy, Earl Nightingale, uh, Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn. You could just go right down the line, man. Cause, cause that guy really started it all. He, he wasn't the first person to write a book like Think and Grow Rich. He was the first person to turn it into an industry, into a business, right? I put Jay Abraham on that level. Like he was one of the very first that, that took the ability to teach everyday entrepreneurs like you and I how to market on an insanely, uh, insanely great level with 400 different industries of experience and you know, tens of thousands of clients and having done this you know, thousands and thousands of times, able to articulate how to create that sort of uh, extraordinary growth. So let's go through it again, you ready? Number one is increase the number of transactions you do, right? By 10 or 20 or 30 or 50 or 100%. Second one is increase your sales price, right? But don't go for like 500 to a million, go from 500 to 550, 500 to 75, five to 600, right? And, and looking at that increase of both transactions and, GCR, and um, sales price, right, volume, the income really starts to stack up. Then when you start taking into consideration the thought of how could I increase a higher percentage of fees, then all of a sudden, your business and your income absolutely skyrockets so I guess i 've got really two questions for you first is why don 't you take the time to to do all the numbers and ask yourself what would it take? like do you have what it takes to just do a ten percent increase across the board, a twenty percent increase across the board and you know before you find yourself being a candy ass and saying no, let me remind you that you and I like we 've got this you know, this kindred connection, this spirit, this desire uh, to grow, to get better, to improve. So, you know, if you, if you really stop and you say, well, wait a minute, like I'm already selling 30 homes a year for me to add like 10% or 20% is not that big of a deal, right? Like all I have to ask myself is, could I double the lead generation, right? Um, Could I go from say having three different lead sources to five to six to eight? Um, I've shared with a bunch of my top clients, that uh, that one of our businesses, we will basically have fifty-two thousand seven hundred leads generated, right from basically three different sources. That you know results in two thousand one hundred eighty-eight new clients. So it's it's math, right? If you really think about business, and I think what Jay, as my mentor, really taught me early on, is that it's mindset first, right? It's mindset. This is my interpretation of it, right? This is kind of a little crazy Tom Ferryism. It's mindset first it's process second, it's people third, and then it's math, right? So what would that be, like MPPM? Mindset, process, people. Like I have the right people around me, got to have the right people in my life to inspire me to follow through, to take action, to be mentally tough, to do all the things I gotta do, and then be able to manage my process and help the growth of the business and serve my clients in an amazing way. And then it's just math, right? So if I challenge you tonight to say, could you write out like 10 ways that you could add 30% more leads to the pipeline, more leads of interested buyers and sellers. Like, my goodness, if you can't do that, after hanging out with me, whether it's on Facebook or the Tom Ferry Show or at events, my goodness, it's all we talk about, right? There's no wrong way to do it, and the average the, the average person that's failing in real estate has three ways that they generate clients. Their database, they do some open houses, and they hope and pray their company gives them something. Good agents that are making, you know, like a lot of our clients that are making 300 dollars $400,000, $500,000 a year, they have like four, five, six ways, like hopefully the, the core four, database, geofarm, open houses, online something, whether it's Facebook, Zillow, Realtor, Trulia, Boomtown, something. There's some online lead generation, SEO, blog content, whatever, they're doing that. But the exceptional companies, the exceptional companies could have 15 or 20 ways that they're generating clients. 15 or 20 ways. Now I know you downloaded our business plan and hopefully you've taken the time to finish that business plan. In section six of the plan, I think we give you like 35 different sources of business that you can go after 35 different sources that you could go after so it's never a shortage my friends of opportunity it's usually a shortage of process and people and the mindset the belief that you can serve way more people so I've been ranting you know for a bunch here Uh, I guess it's just you know I get inspired right so I'm I gotta go back downstairs and uh, get back with my crew and do some more work but just thinking about that call from Jay Abraham and just how grateful I am. And you know, you, when you hear, um, like I, like I really, like I, I I don't know, like it's, you know, he was just like, Tom, I'm really proud of you. Like, keep up the good work. Can't wait just tomorrow. Like I've been watching you and like, you're really doing it. And you know, maybe that's like the other side of having a mentor. Like when, you know, uh, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like we do more for them than we would for ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely know that. Like with my dad, who was like my, My first, you know, significant, um, over the top, you know, mentor and then all the amazing men, you know, Mike Vance and Jay Abraham and Brian Tracy and, you know, just all these just crazy people that I've been so blessed to have in my life. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going with that. I'm just getting emotional. So, all right. Well, with that said, I probably got to get out of here before I like get all like, uh, teary-eyed or goofy. So check out the ocean. Love it, love it, love it. For all my uh, elite coaching clients, if you're out there, I can't wait to see you next week in Palm Desert. We have an insanely great two days planned for you for my coaches. uh, I will see you on Tuesday. We're going to light it up and uh, just get shit just fired up for 2016 for all of our clients, all of our best year ever. So big shout out to my mentor, Jay. Thank you so much for calling me. Can't wait to uh, maybe rock a little Tom Ferry show tomorrow. That could be like, that could be ridiculous. I'd love for you guys to be able to watch that again and just get it like right from the horse's mouth, like the guru, the, the guy. Um, so that's it. So thanks for checking in and hanging out with me. Happy MLK day. Um, boy, we could have talked about that guy for a long time. Talk about someone that had uh, the courage to change the world. Like that's inspiring, like super fricking inspiring. Why don't you have the courage to do the homework? Why don't you have the courage to write down an increase in 10% on every part of your business that we just discussed and and then just execute like crazy. Work your face off and make it happen. By the way, another one you might want to think about is how about saving 10% more money or saving 20% more money? Ooh, we can can do a whole rant on that. All right, but I'm already 20 minutes in, and so that's all I got. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you connecting here. Uh, I really enjoy doing this. Tell me if you... If you like these, I've been getting some, you know, comments like you move around too much. So I'm trying to stay stable, you know, and I'm always dancing between this and the Tom Ferry show. So, uh, so let me know. Let me know what you think. Do you, uh, do you dig this? Is this a cool medium? Or am I just freaking bugging you because all of a sudden your phone goes beep and hey, Tom's live on Facebook. Let me know. All right. God bless you. I'm thinking uh, only powerful, productive thoughts for all of you. Let's keep growing. Let's keep serving more customers. Let's keep making a difference. Thanks for being on my world. I really appreciate you. Take care.